Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today we have a delicious Bundt cake recipe for you. Since we haven't had a cake in a while, like, what, six weeks? Yeah, September 6th was the last (laughs) one. It's so long ago. (laughs) Well, it's the year of the cake, so we're trying to keep these cakes coming. This is a really, really, really good cake. Pumpkin Bundt cake. I know all things pumpkin spice are so popular right now, but this cake actually has pumpkin in it. That's the thing. Like, I am not a pumpkin spice fan or a pumpkin flavored stuff fan, but I really like pumpkin itself. And this cake has enough pumpkin in it that it's very good. It tastes more similar to like a pumpkin bread than like a pumpkin spice cake sort of a thing. Yeah, it's, it doesn't taste it's like just, a spice it's just cake. Right. It doesn't taste like a spice cake. It's very moist mm-hmm. and it's it's a sturdy sort of a dense cake, you know? So it's a real good it would be a nice cake to take somewhere because it's a it's a sturdy cake, which you know, I always say that, but this I, is a thick cake. It's kind of funny. Yeah. With two C's. Yeah. And you don't have to have a big slice of this. I mean you could have a small slice and, and it's very flavorful. So you get that delicious flavor, all the delicious flavor in a small slice. You don't need to eat a big piece of this, although I can't you lie. You can, and it's good. Yeah, uh, we did, and we basically ate um, three quarters of this cake. We did give a couple slices away for people to test, and then we ate the rest of it. So <laughs> we enjoyed it a lot. It also has a delicious icing that I found. The recipe did not have an icing with it. It was just like sugar, Do you know, you just sprinkle sugar on it which is fine. And this cake honestly could stand alone like that. It doesn't really need uh, an icing, but I found one to drizzle on it and it was it worked perfectly with this cake. It is a browned butter icing. If you've never had uh browned butter icing, it's like it has like a caramel sort of a flavor to it because you actually cook the butter until the butter solids brown. You don't want it to burn, but you just you cook it until the butter solids brown in the pan and then allow that to cool and use that in your icing. So it's it has a very good underlying caramel sort of a flavor to it. So it goes really well with the pumpkin cake. So I'll give you the ingredients like I always do. And then we will go into the instructions for it. There are a number of steps to this, but it's not a difficult cake to make for a scratch cake. It doesn't have a lot of crazy ingredients. You should have all the ingredients. And it's it goes pretty quick. I can honestly say that. I I was pleased with how fast it came together. I've been looking for a pumpkin bundt cake recipe for a long time. And I've tried a couple that I, they, I, I didn't feel like some of the recipes are just not pumpkin-y, if you know what I mean. And I found this one. This is a kind of an older recipe from a southern cookbook. The thing I love about finding older recipes from southern recipe sources is they're always loaded with a lot of fats in them <laughs> so <laughs> you you know the cake is going to be moist you know it's going to be good you know it'll be a good cake and this one certainly was no exception so here we go you need one cup of salted butter softened one cup of white sugar one cup of packed brown sugar four large eggs beaten, 
one and a half cups of canned pumpkin. Now, on on that, canned pumpkin, not pumpkin pie filling. So make sure you read the cans carefully. One and a half cups of canned pumpkin would be, you know, they, they have a smaller can that's like a 15-ounce can, and that's just under two cups of pumpkin in there. So you could get the smaller can, then you have a little bit of pumpkin left over to give your dog for a treat because dogs like canned pumpkin for some reason. So that's, I'm going off on a tangent now here, but that's the, (laughs) that's the amount of pumpkin that you need. Um, And like I said, that's a, it's an easy mistake to make. So you have to read the label. You don't want pumpkin pie filling. You want just regular canned pumpkin. Okay. Two teaspoons of vanilla. And those are your wet ingredients. Now here come your dry ingredients. Three cups of flour, and you need a little extra for flouring the pan. One tablespoon of baking powder. One and a half teaspoons of pumpkin pie spice. A half teaspoon of baking soda. Half teaspoon of salt. And then you need one cup of half and half that has had one teaspoon of lemon juice added to it. And you need to mix those well and let them come to room temperature. We're making sour half and half out of this, like how you would make sour milk. And um, that'll help the cake to rise. All right. And here we go with our instructions. First, you're going to stir together your dry ingredients. So take your three cups of flour, your one tablespoon of baking powder, one and a half teaspoons of pumpkin pie spice, a half teaspoon of baking soda, a half teaspoon of salt. Mix those together in a bowl and set them aside. Now, you're going to take that softened butter and get your mixer. You want to do this in a large bowl, by the way, because this makes a lot of batter. So put your softened butter in a large bowl and take your mixer and mix your butter until creamy, all right? You want to make sure there's no pieces of hard butter in here That occasionally happens to me, and it's so annoying. So make sure that your butter is well creamed. Add your white sugar and brown sugar and beat that until fluffy. Now you're going to beat your eggs in one at a time. And always crack your eggs into a separate bowl one at a time. That way you can see if it's maybe you get a bad egg or a piece of shell in there. So just crack your eggs one at a time into a bowl and then dump that egg that you've cracked into your mixture and beat it in. Add your pumpkin and vanilla and mix that in until well blended. So here we are. We're going to start adding our flour mixture a little at a time while alternating with the half and half mixture. So beat those in a little at a time at low speed and you want to blend them well after each addition. It does make a lot of batter. I was a little unnerved when I put it in my bunt pan and it pretty much filled it up. When you get this all beaten well, you're going to spoon it into a prepared bunt pan. And what I did was I took a large spoon and I just dropped the batter in until I got about half the batter into the pan. And then I took a rubber scraper and started scraping it in and leveling it in the pan a little bit at a time until I got it all in there. So now you want to just put that into your preheated oven for 50 to 60 minutes, closer to 60, to be honest. And you want to bake that until it's It'll look very done to you. It'll start to crack around the top. And take a pick and check that, like a toothpick, several times in several different places. 
And like I said, mine was closer to 65 minutes it took. I put it in a little bit extra because my pick, I hit a couple spots that weren't coming out clean. When you take that out of the oven, you want to put it on a cooling rack and let it cool for 15 minutes. And then after 15 minutes, you want to turn that out onto a cooling rack and let it finish cooling. And if you greased and floured it, this recipe has a lot of fat in it. So it did come out of the pan very nicely, but really make sure you grease and flour your bunt pan well, because that is the secret of getting a good result um, with a bunt cake. So turn that out onto your uh, cooling rack after it cools in the pan for 15 minutes and let it cool. And then in the meantime, while that's cooling, you can make your brown butter icing. I got this off of Lando Lake's website, so you know it's good. And it it's a this is a very good frosting. I was trying to think of other things you could use it on, and I have a lot of ideas in the future. <laughs> so here we go. You need four tablespoons of butter, two cups of powdered sugar, two to three tablespoons of half and half, and one and a half teaspoons of vanilla. So first, we're going to brown the butter. So put your butter in a small saucepan, a nice heavy bottomed one if you have it, over medium heat, and you want to cook and stir that for five to six minutes or until the butter just starts to turn a beautiful golden brown. It'll get foamy and bubble, you know, so keep... I had a small whisk and I just kept stirring it, not like beating it, but just stir it, you know, to keep it from burning. And um, you'll see it, it'll start to turn like a beautiful golden brown color. And then you'll know you're getting there and you can actually smell it too. When you get to that point, remove it from the heat and let that cool completely. And I just left it in that same pan and put it on a cooling rack on my table and just let it cool. Every once in a while, I went over and gave it a stir, you know, but it didn't take very long. It, it basically was cool by the time the cake was cool. So now when your butter is cool, you're going to put the two cups of powdered sugar in a bowl and then put the browned butter into the bowl using a rubber scraper to clean your pan out real good. And you're going to add the vanilla and start to mix that. And you're going to mix that as it's mixing, add your half and half a little bit at a time. So you're going to keep doing that until you get the consistency that you want. And the consistency we're looking for is just enough that it will drip off of a spoon. You don't want it to be fluffy like icing. You want it to be a little runnier than icing because we want it to sag when we put it on the top of the cake. So when you get it to the consistency where if you put a spoon in there and lift it up, it will drip off of a spoon, not run. You want it to just, you know, like drip or plop off of that spoon. When you get it there, you'll know it's good. Okay. And then if it happens to thicken up on you, you can just heat that in the microwave for like 10 seconds and it'll soften right back up. So when your cake's cool, what you want to do is put your cake on a nice plate and then take your browned butter frosting a little bit at a time and just take a take a spoon and just drop it right around the crown of the top of the cake and you can swish it back and forth a little bit with the spoon so it'll drizzle down each side and it's this is plenty of icing to go around a a bunt cake and just do that and let it drizzle down 
and then let it sit and set up for a little while before slicing. And you are going to love this. This is a really good cake and a really good frosting for it. If you don't want it to be that sweet, because the cake itself really is not super sweet. And if you don't want to put frosting on it, you can either sprinkle white sugar on it or just leave it plain and then serve it with um, a dollop of whipped cream, which would be very good, a little bit less sweet and, and a little bit perhaps lighter in flavor, but it would be very good just the same. This would be a, a wonderful dessert for your Thanksgiving meal if you want to do something a little bit simpler that'll serve a lot of people, um, or just a nice bunt cake to take or treat yourself, like we said on our banana cake recipe. <laughs> if you want to treat yourself with a pumpkin bunt cake, go ahead and do it. This is a good one. So I hope you give this recipe a try, and I hope you love it as much as I do. And make sure to check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Twitter at Mobile Mary Mac and Mary Mac Podcast, and on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com. Thanks a lot for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.